Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work podcast. In this episode today we have Parul Kashyap, founder partner at Sun Legal, a boutique law firm. Parul, good to have you here. How are you? Hi, I'm very well. Thank you for having me here. So Parul, so just to set some context about you and what you do, can you tell our listeners a bit about yourself and your career journey till now? Yes. Uh, I'll tell you very briefly. I'm an advocate close to 20 years of experience of having worked with various law firms and as in-house counsel. My core areas of practice have been largely infrastructure projects and energy. I've worked across a variety of sectors like roads, ports, highways, healthcare, power, renewable leisure, real estate, and after, you know, having advised all major stakeholders including government authorities, multilateral organizations international aid agencies foreign governments concessionaires epc contractors and lenders in 2018 i established sun legal uh, which is a boutique law firm with a view to provide end to end legal advisory services on all matters relating to infrastructure projects uh, my journey thus far has been very exciting and i look forward to more challenges because i believe that this is the most happening sector at the moment and we'll see a lot of action in next 20 to 30 years wow that's a wonderful journey you had in the last 80 90 years parul great been yeah. yeah so parul there have been a lot of new trends in terms of how and where work gets done you know so yes. what trends do you think will be significant for businesses in the long term especially in your uh, industry yeah so you know the workplace has always been very dynamic and it has always you know changed because there are uh, various uh, aspects that impact the workplace of course there are legislations and there are laws that determine how and where the work is done but you know the single biggest disruptor has been the pandemic it has forever changed the way we live and the way we work so when it comes to you know evolve how the workplaces evolved uh, i would say that there are certain trends that i feel you know would be would be there as we see some of them are uh, remote or hybrid working now that has been there that has been there mostly for ladies or you know people who had difficulty coming to work so that as a concession that was granted to employees by the employers but going forward i feel remote or hybrid working will become mainstream and in some cases it may also be a baseline expectation of employees in certain cases so that time is also not very far so employers have to really regroup and really uh, make a policy regarding it how uh, you know the work from home concession or the hybrid work of course it comes with its own challenges of performance there has to be a fine balance between performance and the flexibility that employees so desire now so of course this is one other would be employee wellbeing after what everyone has gone through employee wellbeing will be center stage going forward we all have heard a lot of uh, discussion around mental health that's a reality 
you really need uh, you know enthusiastic and uh, you know very motivated employees for that their emotional well-being also need to be discussed with by the employer within the workspace so that is again an element that would be a defining factor going forward uh, another element is a flight of talent so flight of talent is also expected it is a byproduct of the facility of remote and hybrid working because people will have more opportunities will have because once they are not restricted by the geographies they will be open to taking opportunities from anywhere correct so that is something the uh, human resources department will have to brace themselves for and possibly to attrition so upskilling and reskilling of existing employees will also be uh, very important because to fill the skill gap they'll have to uh, invest in upskilling and reskilling the employees the next uh, to my mind it has always been that but now it's more pronounced in terms of its requirement is the soft skills the soft skills are going to be as important as your professional qualification you know things like uh, your ability to network foster business relationship your creative thinking your communication skills and how well you work in teams and how well you work solo and how easily you can you know shift switch how uh, what kind of a critical thinker you are how creative is your thinking where you are how resourceful you are you know these things are really going to determine your problem solving skill will really determine your attitude as an employee because employers i know for a fact i run a business myself i really look out for employees who who show me that spark of initiative being very active and taking initiative or things is very active in self improvement so again soft skill is going to be big in future and then of course technology and innovation and automation is really going to transform workplace uh, in future so that you all have seen through Correct. zoom and everything everything works nothing really got disrupted yeah except those high touch kind of professions like doctor then medical so that is where you need a lot of physical touch but otherwise everything got done yeah everything got done yeah basically and yeah last yes and last but not the least is not the least is rather very important point is employee growth that will be the single most defining factor for talent retention at work so employee employee growth has to be discussed has to be a part of the scheme of you know parul i completely agree with all your points that you have told me especially where uh, you know employees will ask for a hybrid work culture you know this yes. will be their demand as such i completely yes. completely agree with yes. you parul so now that you have been in this industry for almost 20 years correct yeah so how has the workplace dynamic changed since then especially for women uh especially for women it's uh, not been easy for women in general to you know step out of home and work but you've seen things change from uh, our previous generation and uh, i've been working for last 20 years and i can talk about the practice of law practice of law has traditionally been a male bashing where you would see lawyers and judges and uh, you know business owners and law firm owners would mostly be male uh, that's how it's been historically but in last 25 years i would say women have increasingly chosen law as the career of choice and okay. there have been opportunities and they have really pushed themselves in. when we look around when you go to courts when we interact with our peers there are so many women lawyers it fills me with pride they're there uh, in litigation 
there are lady partners there are lady lawyers in the corporate law firms and uh, and they're doing exceedingly well so the 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 gender roles have definitely changed uh, a lot of ladies coming into the profession and uh, but only thing is in judiciary there is still a lot of work that needs to be done in the judiciary uh, there is not adequate representation of women in judiciary in india there are only there have been only 11 supreme court judges who were women in india so far from the very inception and it is only recently the collegium when the collegium uh, you know appointed three women judges in one go so after the appointment of three women judges now till even even after the appointment there are only 11 supreme court judges who were women so far and if you look at the current strength of judges in the high court only 83 out of 680 judges in the high courts are women and there are only 30% women judges in subordinate judiciary and not even one woman chief justice of india so far but that is set to change justice bv nagaratna who's recently been appointed as the judge of the supreme court she will go on to become the first woman chief justice of india so that in many ways breaks the proverbial glass ceiling for women in judiciary so yes as uh, law is a profession for women is full of promise is a very lucrative profession and women are really taking it up um, they're really lapping it up they're doing very well so yeah things things are really moving very fast in this profession for women uh in yeah. other uh, in other workplaces i would also like to make a comment on other workplaces women have rapidly carved the steady space for themselves across uh, professions across various fields we are noticing more and more leader, uh, women taking up leadership roles and however women in india face the same challenges as their peers globally those challenges pertain to uh, unequal representation disparity in income level lack of authority or perceived authority and above all lack of level playing field because we have seen a woman shoulder maximum responsibilities at home so which is technically not a level playing field and they are expected to put in the same effort and work as well without any special concessions given to them correct so that is something that needs a little more dialogue and advocacy and apart from that so far as women are concerned in india there is a grim piece of statistic uh, this is a data compiled by world bank between 2010 and 20 the share of working women in the total workforce of india dropped from 26% to only 19% which is sad which really shows the shape of work or the, the kind of work uh, you know women have to do that they are either voluntarily giving up work or for some reason uh, they are not able to sustain their professional effort so that is something that needs to change the, of course the, the pandemic has disproportionately affected women uh, women's experiences at home their health their work and economic well-being have all been negatively affected and this will take some time to remedy itself but we have to still stay at it and encourage more and more women to join the workforce make it easier for them to shoulder all the responsibilities easily yeah correct absolutely agree with you on that paru that we have to give some support to women for some support yeah. yeah and i'd also like to add that 
to encourage more women to take up work or to join the workforce there are legislations that support women there is posh act of 2013 which protects women against sexual harassment that has a very wide ambit and which really empowers women into really uh, you know taking up or complaining about any kind of harassment that she may be facing at work which is sexual harassment which really which happens not spoken about so much until this act it happens but now at least there is a redressal mechanism available to women if they choose to do so there is a post maternity benefit act 2017 which provides women the right the maternity leave child care leave and again it's uh, it has a legal sanction and employers are bound by it they really so these there should be more social legislations uh, that help women at home so that they can excel at work that's great that's great for well, very a very interesting take on that i mean i strongly agree with you on this absolutely things. yeah so like uh, after covid 19 do you think the uh, pandemic exposed the fact that some organization don't perceive diversity and inclusion as their core values or are things changing nowadays see running a business has never been easy and especially in these economically tumultuous times it's very difficult so the fixation with top line and bottom line is only natural for businesses therefore somewhere down the line factors like diversity and inclusion do get left behind unless a conscious effort is made to bring them to the fore uh, i think at a basic level the employers need to provide a level playing field and equal opportunities to all members of the workforce because we must not forget that the post pandemic recovery has to be resilient and it needs contribution from all groups in the workforce therefore diversity and inclusion will form the core theme for businesses in the coming years so that there was a very thoughtful uh, point parul so i would like to ask you like what bold steps should organizations and government take to fill the gaps and inequalities that covid-19 has exposed and you know to create a fairer society as i mentioned in my previous question a sustainable resilient recovery is what is needed today and for that to happen the growth has to be inclusive and will require changing the workplace to maximize the contribution of all people the organization would need to recognize that in order to create a diverse and inclusive workplace they have to focus efforts on promoting equitable opportunities to every kind of talent now the talent will be a varied talent pool however it is critical to mainstream anyone and everyone who's working i also feel that india needs to invest in social care to free up a woman's time from a domestic duty so that she can really focus on her work without the feeling of guilt or remorse because we do get leave for maternity but there is also a responsibility of elder care on women there are no leaves for that okay. so investing in social care is very important at the government level discussion further on mental health can no longer be put away for another day. so government must bring enabling legislation that would encourage and incentivize flexibility of work workplace and working hours for everyone to make it uh, make this a equitable and sustainable and resilient recovery from covid these are certain bold steps that both government and industry have to put their heads together and think about
great great palm great so uh, let me ask you one question what work still needs to be done to level the playing field in the c suit and boardroom how do you see the future of uh, women's leadership here well women have been a part of the c suite and board for many years now of course not in the numbers that we'd like to see but as for the board uh, let me tell you the companies act requires all listed companies and all companies be private limited or limited having a turnover of rupees 300 crores and a paid up share capital of rupees 100 crores to have one woman director on the board so there is a legislative mandate to push women into the board but i believe it's the companies who do not fall within the purview of the aforesaid threshold who must voluntarily include women in the board to be more inclusive in the leadership and especially without it being necessitated by a legislation but let me also tell you in terms of women in leadership roles india fares much better than the global averages i'd like to share here that as per grant thornton women in business report 2021 survey the ratio of women in senior management in india was 39% compared to 31% globally and over 90% of indian enterprises have at least one woman in senior management compared to 90% globally in fact women now lead 47% of mid market companies in india compared to 26% internationally according to the report see the point here is that women have demonstrated exceptional leadership skills and it's high time that they step up and command the rightful place correct correct absolutely correct uh, parul so this conversation has been very insightful parul i am sure uh, our listeners will agree to that so uh, one last question where can our listeners reach out to you parul yeah of course listeners can reach out to me on linkedin uh, i have an active linkedin handle my firm sun legal has a page on linkedin you can follow that Um, you can also visit our website www.sunlegal.in to know more about our practice areas and the kind of work we do. Our contact particulars are there, and I'd be happy to uh, have comments and feedback on this podcast from your listeners. Great, great, Parul. So it was lovely hosting you today. Thank you so much for being here. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.